And we are underway. From Rainbow Bay to Rainbow Beach to the Switch and everything in between. I'm going to have fun and you're going to have fun. You're a funny guy. So have fun now. Your new local. You're going to love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Big story about to break. Back page of the paper tomorrow morning. I'm having conversations with the present moment. First right here on the Rush Hour. This is Dobbo's Mail on Triple M. When Peter Volandis and Andrew Abdo decided that they were going to take the game abroad in Las Vegas, the last thing I feel that they would have thought would have been a problem was a rap sheet from, from NRL players with police and trying to get a visa over to the US. Now, we all know how difficult to get a visa if you've been done for drink driving, if you've been fallen foul of the law. So today, uh, 12 players and officials had to front the U.S. Embassy. One of them was the superstar, Reese Walsh. Um, he wasn't at training today. Uh, he was down there. Now, the rest of Brisbane fly to Sydney tomorrow to do all their visuals for nine for the year, and, and they've done that with Fox. So they combined the trip? Well, they did for Reese. <laughs> Reese, Reese went down a day early. Um, While you're defending just, yourself <laughs> against the US. Yes, we're we're going to do so all the filming. Just pop so. down to Canberra if you could, yeah. please. No, it, the, the, they went to Sydney, to the embassy in Sydney, um, and that's where they are all today. Now, I've spoken to the club. I spoke to them last night when this story uh, reared its head. They said that they feel that he will be granted a visa. Speaking to them literally 10 minutes ago, still no word. Um, they had, they have got no word yet whether or not. I mean, Reese Walsh is a 21-year-old young male. He's a responsible young human. Has he fallen foul of the law? Yes, it's been well documented what went on. I'm not even going to go back there. Two the years case. ago, good behaviour bond, no criminal conviction, but a no. good behaviour bond as a result of being arrested with cocaine in his pockets in surface. Yeah, he's not the first 20-year-old to have that sure. happen. And I don't think that he should be. And since then, he's a role model. He's a superstar. He's an unbelievable dad. And I, I'm not trying to defend him, but he hasn't fallen foul of the law again. But there is every possibility that it could, they could say no. So at this point, he's not clear? At the moment, no. At, like, now that could have changed in the next five minutes. But at this moment, as we speak, they have had no word What would word actually yet. happen if he was denied entry? Well, he wouldn't be playing. Yeah, but who do they? Tristan Saylor goes into Tristan fullback. Tristan Saylor. Yeah, or, you know, me and I say, yeah. And, and he's but so there's go- 12 of them. It's not just, obviously, Reese is down there, but there's also 11 other unnamed players and officials that are having to front the U.S. Embassy over this visa stuff. And 100%. officials. Yeah, yeah and officials as well. Wow. For, you know, assistance and okay. strength and conditioning. And, and, oh. and don't worry, there's been, there, there has been some absolute Hall of Famers and, and greats who have also just recently had to go there. Like, this is some not... Some media types, you're yeah, saying? Yes, who have had to go and, and, and plead their case. Yeah. So, Did your driving stuff from the other year come with criminal convictions? I've already got my visa, mate. I'm, I'm right. You I know who it. was also available? I'm available. I don't have a rap sheet. Hey. I've been to the States many times. I'd be straight in. Can I go? Can, can you play fullback for the Bronx? Sure. <laughs> I can look like Reese Walsh. <laughs> I could pretend. If I get the pink shorts from Kevy, I can play. Uh, listen, give up on the pink shorts. They've moved to orange, so we'll get you a set what? of them. Uh, just quickly, they've moved to orange. The pink shorts are over. Yeah. To They've got orange? a new colour. Why? Yeah. That's their oh, new colour. orange the colour. I thought yeah. you meant orange the place. No, no, no. No, they're <laughs> going to orange. Um, 
I'm not unpacking that. <laughs> no. Quickly, Harry Grant, new captain of the Melbourne Storm, Queenslander, well done, absolute legend. Uh, congratulations to him as well. Just got announced today for the Melbourne Storm. Just another leader within the Queensland State of Origin side. Yes, that's right. I turn my attention to the Premier of this state, Stephen Miles. This is Steve on our show last week when asked about the future of the Gabba. Look, I think at the time that we wanted to, to do the Gabba, it was a bit over $1 billion and um, seemed to make a lot of sense then. And then the cost cost went up to 2.7. And then we heard from the Lions and Cricket how disruptive that was going to be to them. And yep. so I, you know, I think we need to find another plan. I, d- I don't know what it is yet. So... And reports are now coming out that it looks less and less likely that the Gabba will be knocked down and rebuilt and they are going to go down other pathways. The refurbishment pathway. I'm furious about this. Why? I, this, I am, it's genuinely, I'm, I'm annoyed by what I think is really short-term narrow-mindedness on the future of this city of Brisbane, right, and southeast Queensland more broadly. We've got the Olympics on the way in 2032. There is an opportunity around the Gabba and the precinct that was proposed originally for this city to have a showpiece stadium with business and retail and food and beverage surrounding it, a precinct environment which would headline the redevelopment of this city and everything else that's going on, and we are going to miss that opportunity because of political reasons. And I think, too, Anastasia Palace today's idea was future forecasting. So this was about the future of Brisbane, what it would look like on the world stage, and that included a brand-new Gabba. did mean that we would lose the school next door and there were some sacrifices that needed to be made. But as someone who's been to the Olympics, stadiums are so important to put your city on the world map and it is very short-sighted to just refurbish. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. All respect to you. You're an Olympian. Zero respect to you. I'm just going to say this right now. They're going to rebuild it. They're not building a brand new one. They're going to upgrade it. You understand that. It's an upgrade and a considerable amount of money is going to be put to the upgrade. So it is a showpiece and a centrepiece for the Olympics. Now, can they save money from there? Hell yeah. They're building brand new facilities, sporting facilities, which will be much more than the 12 AFL games that are played there a year and one test match cricket, right? Because that's in the end, after the Olympics is over... And a few concerts, that's what happens there. But the thing is, too, then you can have sporting events. We've got so that. We've got Suncorp yeah, Stadium. Yeah, but if it's like friendlies or anything like that, Suncorp is good, but it's not going to be the level that that or the standard that that's going to bring from, from international. From, from sports that play there, soccer or football, rugby union, rugby league, from a circular viewing point is absolute garbage. Now, if we want to look at the Sydney Olympic Stadium, It was 110,000 when the Olympics took place and it was obviously um, a place where there was a lot of great memories from Cathy Freeman name. Also incredibly far from the city, so at least an hour drive. This Gabba is... It's the middle of Sydney, Liesl. Where it is, Homebush yeah, is the Paramount middle of Sydney. Yeah, is the second CBD, but it's still from the city. It's very difficult to get there, whereas the Gabba's right here on the outskirts of the city. I, I absolutely think they're making the right decision. I think it's going to be upgraded. I think let's hold our ink and our blow up Till we actually see what the upgrade right looks now, like. Right now, that stadium has disability access issues and you've got a Paralympic Games on the way. Well, they're going to upgrade it. So, yeah, you'd hope The change rooms, the athletes' facilities themselves are outdated. Yep. The technology within the stadium is outdated. There is no underground access to that, which yep. is a must-have of any world-class stadium around the world. There's access issues there. So you reckon they're going to be able to do that without knocking it down? Yes, Provide I Provide underground access, underground car parking. You yeah. think they're going to be able to do that? 100%. Well, look, How clearly they say do. say 100%? They, well, haven't they, do, they haven't announced the plans Liam, for it. If they're not going to knock it down and rebuild it, 
clearly all those things they how are going can, to do. How can you say clearly when they haven't announced any of that? If you, well, how, how can many, you say they're not going to? Anybody who's ever done a significant renovation on their house has always had the thought at some point, I wish I'd just knock this down and start it from scratch. Well, every, have, every, no, every, that's uh, not right. Absolutely. That's garbage. And the idea that they're going to be able to refurb this stadium, it, it'll, in 10 years we'll, we'll be here again going, we need to upgrade the Gabba again. And all those business opportunities surrounding it, retail, business, food and beverage, are gone. I think it's a waste of money to completely knock it down when they, they believe if it's going to cost them $3 billion and they put a billion into it and they save $2 billion, I'm so happy with that because you know what? It will be a centrepiece for 14 days. And then guess what? Oh, that We're is back such to a, business as usual. That is such a such short-sighted short view on this. <laughs> One triple three five three. Uh, look, I, genuinely, I'm open to all opinions on this. Should we tear down the Gabba? Yeah, Mark from Waterford West, your thoughts. Should they be tearing down the Gabba? No, mate, I'm with you, Dobbo. Um, I reckon complete waste of money, and I don't care about keeping up with the Joneses. I think it's a great stadium with a few upgrades, mate. It should be perfect. Yeah, and I'm, I'm well, if they want to upgrade something, what about the QE2? Yeah, it's out there. Well, it's out there. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. out there, and it's got a track around it, like, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's got a tartan running track <laughs> I, I, already. That's yeah. going to cost more to do that, I think. <laughs> Maybe. But that it's one's a good, in a very yeah. big state Thank of you, disrepair. Mark. Pete from Debing Heights. Do we need to upgrade the Gabba? No, mate, I'm the same as the last caller. The QE2 is sitting there begging to be redeveloped and all you numpties want to build it in Queen Street in the bloody city. Yeah. Have you ever tried to work in the city and do anything in the city Nightmare. when there's construction on? Nightmare. Wake the bloody hell up. Yep. The QE2, you can nearly hop, skip and jump out there, mate. You know, come on. Wake the hell up. It's five minutes out of town. Yeah, I'm with you, Pete. Um, At least you could swim that far in five minutes. <laughs> it's very close to Sunnybank, too. It's got good food. Thank yeah. you for the call, Pete. And uh, I get the feeling Pete wanted to use other language there, yeah. so I we appreciate his restraint. Hey, Mitch from Newstead, good afternoon. How are you, mate? Good, thanks. How are you guys? Really well, mate. What's your thoughts on this? Mate, I reckon we should tear it down. And just to the earlier caller's point of view, um, and Lisa will completely agree with you, Homebush is in the middle of absolute nowhere in Sydney. It's an absolute basket case to get to. Um, QE2 is a great stadium, it served a great purpose but it's in the middle of nowhere as well you've got a fantastic stadium at the moment with the Gabba, but it's time now, it's at the right age to, to start again um, and build a centrepiece for Brisbane that's um, not just beneficial for the city but also for the surrounding area of the Gabba Good. Thank you for your call Mitch What about the heritage listed school that they're going to wipe out? I mean you, you can't, you can't, and I mean this but generally. But even with a redevelopment, even if you refurb it, there's no parking there. So there's about 10 car parks that Liam goes and parks in on the grass. That would probably go anyway. The future of that school is probably, I, like, I wouldn't be surprised if in the refurb, that school probably has to go anyway. Realistically. Really? You would think so. It, the, I mean, the proximity is just, yeah. is unrealistic. It reeks of bad planning there's down the track. There's also not a warm-up track for the athletics if they're happening for the Olympics. So they would probably need that space. And again, look, don't get me wrong. I understand how it's a really difficult pill to swallow when you see the issues going wrong of in the course. southeast. I'm, we're not denying that. I understand that people look at what's going on with housing crisis and cost of living and the youth crimes. I understand that. But I think the idea that the, this, if they don't spend the $2.7 billion or whatever re, or re- rebuilding the Gabba that that money will just get put into fixing those. That's not how government like funding that, works. No. That's not how the money flows. Once so, it's been allocated, it needs to be spent in that. Yeah. And it's the first time I'm going to be single for Valentine's Day for a little while. So I 
didn't really know what I wanted to do because it can be, when you're single, it can be a bit of a funny day that you're kind of like not expecting anything. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to do something. So my friend in the office here, Carla and I have booked and also Ange, who used to work here, we're all going to the Walrus Club on Sunday because it's Walrus without a Valentine. What? <laughs> Walrus without a Valentine because the Walrus Club downstairs from the regatta in on Corro Drive yeah, yeah. have gotten a Valentine's event on for single people. It's like 5 <laughs> till 7 p.m. on Sunday, the 11th of Feb. You out catting on a Sunday? Yeah. Unbelievable. I know. Out, I'm catting. <laughs> 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 An alley cat. <laughs> oh, hey, they're your words, not mine. Um, uh, but, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. So I'm a, little, to... a little singles function. Yeah, it's like a this singles Sunday. event. I've purchased tickets to go. So, right. you know, no special treatment there. But okay. um, I have been informed that I might might now be a VIP for this event. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You're going to the Regatta Hotel. Yeah. Um, Scotty Scotty is a great mate of mine, the, the uh, overseer there, the big boss. So you're going there. The Walrus Club, not the yeah, Regatta, the, no, the, the downstairs. It's, yeah. it's part of the Regatta. Okay. It's yeah. called the Walrus Club. It's one of their venues down there. It used to be an old cigar lounge. I right. had the 40th there, in so, fact. Did so, you? Yeah, so, so they're doing comedy and um, yeah. all that sort of stuff right. for the night. Yeah. And you're a VIP for the night. Apparently now I have, now that they know that I'm coming. So you think that's going to potentially increase the numbers there? <laughs> is that the VIP? <laughs> what is a VIP actually get. Yeah, because in my mind right now, you, you are VIP at as a singles function. You're seated on a velvet throne oh, and the men picks. are being walked up yes. to you. Oh, it's like the bachelorette. You're objectifying exactly. all the single oh, men. No, I don't know if that's quite the scene, but I do get the uh, freshest, hottest pizzas when I go there. So if you... Uh, oh, well, you'll definitely get some blokes coming around if there's hot pizza. Be- I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing really sells a single gal, does it, like hot, hot pizza, pizza and cold so, beer? So oh. it's, it's like at a wedding when you find out where the catering is coming out from, you stand by that door and you yes. just and, and the the tray comes out and you're like, yep, that's they, mine. They're going to be hitting you up with the pizza first. Yeah, that's right. So if you don't love me for me, you can love me for my pizza. I'm happy to share. I ha- my if I was to raise a flag, Gobbo. Oh, there's a couple. Oh, there's a couple of big flags. I am a big red flag. If so I was that's to raise start. a big red flag, Lisa. You're yeah. going to a singles event. Yeah, you're going to be getting doled up. Mm-hmm. You might meet somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't think pizza's the sexiest food you can eat. <laughs> um, what do you do? You James, think an arancini ball or a meatball's more if you more spill appealing? a bit of yeah tomato-based sauce and a tomato on your shirt as I, you're trying to get a bit of pizza in there? Are you for having stuff on There's my shirt? There's the VIP and she's got half a pizza on the front of a shirt. <laughs> How did you two meet? I licked marinara off her shirt. <laughs> well, she had mushroom in her teeth. For those of you who aren't aware, there's a federal MP by the name of Bob Bob Catter. You know, people are entitled to their sexual proclivities. You know, I mean, let there be a thousand blossoms bloom as far as I'm concerned. You know, but I ain't spending any time on it because in the meantime, every three months, a person is torn to pieces by a crocodile in North Queensland. What's Bob been up to? That could be factually correct, Bob. I'm not going to debate that. Um, of all people for this to happen to, it happened to Bob Caddy yesterday. Parliament House has a cafe inside it. He went down for lunch. They're in their politicians are back in Canberra this week. So he goes in there. He buys some lunch. As he goes to pay for it, for a plate of fish and chips and vegetables, uh, it's, I think, 30 dollars. He comes out and he offers them a $50 note and they said, uh, sorry, we don't accept cash at this joint. Now... Oh, at this joint, this Parliament is Parliament House. House. <laughs> this is a cafe inside Parliament House where the Treasurer, uh, the Finance Minister, the Prime Minister set the legislation 
for the whole of the country. And we have an economy which is built on the back of mm-hmm. money, which isn't, is cash, the Australian dollar. is the Australian dollar. mint around there too? Yeah, just around the corner, literally <laughs> 1.3 kilometres away. <laughs> like, and they, the, they take money. And of all people... <laughs> no, 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 they'll they give, give you some they change. Give it out. They yeah. don't take it. You they, can't they, take but money. But you can get change there, two, one and two dollar <laughs> coins. <laughs> I can tell you now, it was the wrong person oh. to pick. He has gone absolutely loco. Um, legal tender means you must accept. That's the law. He, he shouted at the person and rightly said, I fight the battle because otherwise all your freedom is gone. That was another one. Oh, Bob, that's okay. a big thing. But I will say this. As a bloke who goes to the handy teller still and gets our cash and likes to pay for things with cash rather than mm. the digital world, I can understand... Why he's going it? The ironic thing is that if, if it had happened up the road, I'm like, ah, oh, well, that, it's very common these days. But to happen in Parliament House, you can't script it. You can't script it. And for Catter to be the victim to fall <laughs> foul of this, I mean, seriously. That's one of those circumstances where if you're the bloke serving him or the woman serving, whoever it is, you look at that situation and you go, this isn't worth my problem. No, this is, this is well, He's now gone and held a press conference today and said oh. you can't even buy a loaf of bread without the bank's permission. The banks now have complete control of your life. If that's the way they go. That you is catastrophizing, but yeah. Well, I, the worst part of it is I stand with Bob Catter on oh, this. No. That's the scary oh, thing. No. Oh, no. Cut him off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can we oh. just clip that bit up? A thousand blossoms blooming. Oh, I'm not that part. <laughs> I'm going to talk about uh, some rental issues in town, but I just did want to talk about, firstly, uh, the passing. Oh, you know how everybody knows how much I love country music. Mm. Do you? Yesterday, uh, last night, um, my whole family, my son, my brother and I were all on the text because we got news that Toby Keith had passed away. Now, then I might have just Anyway, beer for my horse. This should have been a cowboy. Uh, how do you like me now? There's beer been, for my horse. Yeah, beer for my horses. Like, there's been so many songs that he has sung, and number ones, and just yeah, you know, like we we we're a music station. How old was he? Sixty-two, stomach oh, cancer, young. too young. Toby too young. Keith, you legend. Your music will go on. I know a lot of people listen to it. Um, Yes, Triple M listeners do listen to country music yeah, as well. Absolutely. Triple M country. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, thank you for letting me give that a little announcement. He was a legend. Um, I saw this, and this is quite interesting. This was in the paper this morning. Matt's from Brisbane, and he's a rental, renter, and he's so hot in his rental at the moment that he suffers headaches and can't sleep. Now, I will say this summer has been particularly ugly at night. It has been humid and putrid. And it has been uncomfortable. And if you don't have air con, mate, you're going to suffer. Like, it's just the way it is. But it did got me thinking about <laughs> some of the rat holes that people have lived in oh. and some of, some of the rentals that we've all lived in and what we found acceptable because <laughs> of our financial position to our age. Like, I literally, straight out of school before I went to the Territory, lived in a house that was on right on the North Shore rail line and it backed onto the rail line oh. and literally the whole house shook. It was a yeah. weatherboard house and every time a train went past, we used to have these red rattlers go past. Like, it, it was a tsunami. It was coming. Um, it was an earthquake and, like, you know, it's a, <laughs> uh, that's the 602 back to Chatswood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, 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 like, we actually got used to it. It, just yeah. didn't, it, it didn't bother it. And mm. poor old Matt... 30-degree heat, I understand it. He, he, they're now they're getting groups about quality of life. I, I get all that. But yeah. 
Geez, we've all done it, haven't we? Some of the stuff you have to do have to put up with with rentals. I had one once and the carpet was 20 years old. It oh was so threadbare. The landlord refused to change the carpet. And when I moved out, I had it all professionally cleaned. <laughs> and the carpet cleaner said, there is nothing I can do with that. And the landlord still complained that it was not in good enough condition. That's what happens when the carpet's 20 years old. I, I do think every every single Rental units should be compulsory to have a ceiling fan. Yes. I don't necessarily agree with everybody should have aircon because it's a luxury that some people can and some can't. But, I mean, what's wrong with, you know, like a doors don't shut? Yeah, I mean, you talk oh, about yeah. carpet. I mean, that's just a given. Um, also lived in a house we that no the co- water. cockroaches that came up through the, the drain. The drain, yeah, oh just God. like endless cockroaches. What was wrong with the rental? Let's let's get your stories. One triple three five three. Everybody's we know, got it. We know there's a rental crisis going on out there at the moment. We know that people from a housing perspective are doing it tough. But we want to hear those stories from years gone by. You've you've moved on from this joint. The horrors that you endured in your rental might have been first year out of high school. You might have been in uni. You might have been doing your first job, and it's all you could afford. Maybe what did you have to live on top of? Melanie from Paradise Point, have you had a rental rat hole? Yeah. I'm living in one now. Hey, oh, no. what's no. wrong with it? <laughs> okay, quick story. Um, when we moved in, they said they're going to knock it down in five years. Yep. And they're not fixing anything. Um, we've been there nine years. <gasps> and um, there's a hole in the roof that has swollen the ceiling and it's burst and there's a couple of holes in the walls. I've just put a plant stand up against it so it waters my plants now. <laughs> just made good of that. Oh, you've got a water feature <laughs> in your house. How no, nice. Perfect. Feature, whatever plants love it. <laughs> oven, oven door. We have to use a broom handle to hold up. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I love the excuse. So we're knocking it down, and then nine years right. later, oh, we saw. Oh, no, we're want, not fixing it. Do you want to know the best thing? It just sold. <gasps> they sold it uninhabitable for one point seven four million dollars. <gasps> uninhabitable. Uninhabitable. You're and we living in it. Hundred and thirty dollars a week. My God! So what? How much? Seven hundred. Seven thirty. Oh my God! It's uninhabitable. So now what? So have you got to move out of it now? Oh, apparently, I'll move when I'm ready. Yeah, good on you. Well, no one else is going to move in <laughs> from the sounds awful. of it. That's awful. One point seven. Hey, Mel, it's a small gesture. But it's Valentine's yes. Day next next week, and for the I don't know if it's going to fix the hole in the on, in your roof, <laughs> but we are going to send you. We're going to throw you a twenty four k gold dipped rose in a leather case as a token of our appreciation oh, for that's your story. So nice. oh, that's beautiful. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome, Mel. Thank you for an amazing story this Valentine's Day. Show how much you love her with a gold dipped natural rose from the Eternity Rose. You can order now at eternityrose.com.au. Brad from Karana Downs, tell us about your rental hellhole. I was a poor uni student some years ago and uh, I got booted out of my unit as you do, been a riffraff student. But yep. um, anyway, a friend organised something for me and when I moved in, it turned out that it was a, a computer room that hosted adult content <laughs> and it was old school modems. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And so in the middle of the night, I get the dial tones of all these <laughs> modems ringing. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that, how long that last? Wiking, wiking how long did uh, that last? I, think I, was, I was there for about a month until I found something, uh, an upgrade. Yeah. Oh. Rightly so. <laughs> Moved into the porn studio. Yeah. yeah. Right, so, uh, <laughs> Craig from Deception Bay, good afternoon. Uh, tell us your rental hellhole story. Yeah, good day. How you going? Um, 
Hey, God, he used to live in a place in Kippering. Um, the internal stairs were made out of a steel filing cabinet. <laughs> and at, at, the, at the base of the stairs was held up with a foot-long bit of timber, and on top of that was a scissor car jack. You're kidding. Nah, nah. Wow. That is so illegal. Yeah. 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 And you were paying my, my, for it. You were paying rent oh, for it as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And my, my wife, who's an RN at Redcliffe, yeah. she nearly fell down there many a time. Oh. From coming home from night shift, she'd be in the morning trying Jeez. to put the washing on and stuff, and nearly fell down. It. Yeah, because she's walking down yeah. a filing cabinet, Craig. A filing cabinet yeah, held up by exactly a car jack. Sounds yeah, like, held up by a car jack. Sounds then like... they repaired it with a piece of steel, <laughs> and they didn't even put a footing in. They just welded it to the base of it and stuck it on the concrete. <laughs> and I said, um, there's no bracketry or footing made. He goes, no, nah, that's it. <gasps> Sounds like the sort of joint Scotty Cam would walk on and afterwards and go, tools down. Like, yeah. Sounds like he's living on the block, Craig. Well, it's unfinished. Thank you for that. I mean, landlords got to take a good hard look at themselves, don't they? Yeah, they do. A lot of them. $1.7 million for an uninhabitable house. Yeah. Rough. It's time for us to poke our nose around in the uh, community billboards. The Triple M Rush Hours. Neighbourhood Watch! That's right. It's time to get a little bit nosy where we put our nose in other people's business and go scrawling through community pages because that's where it's at. We're heading to Redcliffe today. Redcliffe Community Notice Board and it's an original post by Ross. Shout out to Ross. He's put up a post. I can't understand the dating world as you get older. I posted this on a dating site and not one hit, lol. Come on, ladies. This is a community service announcement. Give a man a message. Ha, ha, ha. This is Ross's profile. He's open to chat about me. Bit like an old bike, goes well but overdue for a service. Rust in places, but nothing that a bit of spit and polish won't get the oh, old boy boss. looking good past his use by date. But a little bit of wax on, wax off will upgrade my appearance. Bit slower to prefer comfort over speed, but if handled gently in the corners, can ride forever. You're kidding. That's Ross's profile. If anyone in the Redcliffe community <laughs> is interested in Ross, he's 63 uh, and he is obviously up for a joke. Uh, or, or, or he's trying to appeal to a certain type. I respect the intent. Yep. I do. It's like an old car. Just takes a little while to warm up the yeah, engine, I think. Start the engine, yeah. you get going. and got to rev it up well. sometimes. Warm, warm, warm. <laughs> we're here for the comments, though, because yeah, that's where things get real spicy. Right. So we've got one comment. Good luck, Ross. You'll need it. See how it goes. And if you've had no responses in a month or three, perhaps consider rewording your ad. Oh, that's hard. She also, don't throw stones because you use the wrong ad. It's not A-double-D, it's A-D. Oh, anyway, right. never mind. Got another one. Capture the mind. The rest will follow. About time this page had a good laugh. Sorry it's at your dating experience, but I guarantee you are not alone. Ah, good. Bit of support. We had another one. At least you're honest. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Sue said, kind of not surprised. Sue. Brutal. Don't do that. That's me. Come on, Sue. This one was probably my favourite, the last comment, which came from Nathan. Nothing wrong with that. I'd let you buy me dinner. Nathan said that. Nathan. Nathan, throwing it out there. And he's gone with the emoji with the hands up, the guy with the hands up, two hands up. Yeah, like he did describe himself as being like a bicycle. True. (laughs) 
It's fair to say in this group we have varying levels of fitness and enjoyment of exercise. Liam, mm-hmm. you're an absolute nutter when it comes to that running. That is a very good summation. He is very extreme. You Whoopie. do love animal flow fitness stuff, you know, like the... I like what, doing lots of zoo, zoo fitness. Zoo fitness, yes. that's the one. And you love doing extreme Red Bull yes. events, you know, all He's those things. He is a nutter. Dobbo, you're very close. You do no, the, I'm not. Well, you did the Noosa try and you committed yeah, to it. I do it, it for was, a purpose. That's to keep the weight off. That's yeah, it. There's no that's enjoyment. Okay. Yeah, but, but, I, you, but I do it. You yes. do run club yeah. and you, you know, you beat trip face and it's hard work and... <laughs> That's every day. That's like walking a, up the stairs. That wasn't an insult. That's <laughs> no, no, not it, what I, I meant it, I by it, that. It. But you both, felt like a bit of a shot. No, it wasn't a shot because I kettle black. I can't talk about it. But I do love a bit of a softer exercise. I love a bit of Pilates. I love a bit of yoga. I don't mm. mind the gym, but I'm just not up to your level of expectation sure. of what you do for exercise. And I feel like tradies would look down on people that do Pilates that it's a pretty easy exercise, right? Well, it and is, you, right? Yeah, you lie down, you don't do much. Reformer Pilates is actually very hard. And a group of tradies. Is that one on the bench? On the bed, yeah. And so you there's put your hands in the straps and you. No, it's not hard. Oh, you'd be surprised. Uh, it doesn't look hard, does it? It doesn't look hard. A group of tradies decided to give Reformer Pilates a go and this is how it sounded. Three, two, and relax. That was Jeez, quite the groan. What a bunch of cats. No, that it was brutal. So they were doing a glute exercise, which is a leg extension one, and they battled through it. And I love these tradies because they were fully, like full leg tattoos, full arm sleeve tattoos, like really strong tradies, and then just battled through a Pilates class. I do, I mean, the... The, the physical shape that comes out of these Pilates classes, everyone seems quite long Lean, and toned yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Sculpted. Can we get that sound again? It's quite entertaining. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> Does, if you stop for the, the – if the world was flipped on its head and it was men who gave birth, yes. this is what it would sound like. Three, two, and relax. Oh. <laughs> I think they're a little bit. I think they're a little bit. I think they're a little bit soft. Seriously, I don't think. It's a hard exercise. I I would put the challenge out there to any tradie to give reformer Pilates a go, and you tell me how soft and easy it is. I'll do it if you will. Would you? I've never done it. Really? Never ever have I done it. You're joking? No, I'd happily do. I'd happily. You want to give it a go? Yeah, you won't get this. (sighs) No, we'll get. This is too hard. This is so hard. <laughs> no, what you'll get is his phone ringing during the class. Oh, I've got to go. Sorry, I've got to take this call. Kevy's calling me. Wayne, oh, Wayne wants to talk to Peter Blandy's is calling me. You finished? You th- yeah. That's not funny. That's not funny. <laughs> Jones, this is not that hard. We've got to get out of here. More of this tomorrow. Hey, Lisa Jones. Cheerio. Tomo. Farewell, my neighbours. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 p.m. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo.